You're listening to The Rewind with Funza and B Tenacity. My name is Funza and I'm chilling with the beautiful lady over here. Hi everybody, I'm Funza. <laughs> so she doesn't need anyone advertising her. She's she so can, big. She can do, she can do it on herself. herself. So the person she is doing a good exactly. job by herself. Hey, that's pretty good. <laughs> oh, <my guys>. oh. <laughs> I know about money. Obviously, that could be everyone's response. Like they got money. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the rewind with Punta and B Tenacity. Hello, everybody. I hope you're right, you're relevant, and you're excited for today's episode. My name is Punza, and I don't go alone. I roll with the one, the only, B Tenacity. Hey, Bongani, how are you doing? Hey, Punza, how are you? You sound like you're doing amazing. Yeah, I am good. I was falling asleep, actually, because I slept late yesterday. But I mind you, because Sissy on Sissy live. <laughs> you know, I need to be ready and give the people the energy they deserve. What were you doing? I got home like at 8 p.m. yesterday and then I slept at 12 preparing for the show. Damn. Yeah. Oh, geez. Oh, we've got a hard worker, ladies and gentlemen. Can we give her a round of applause, please? <laughs> How are you doing? I'm doing good. Your energy is like jumping off onto me and I am doing good. The show always like makes me feel good. So of course, I had Savannah Mabani. And how great did that taste, my darling? It went down my throat like nothing before. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, that sounds dirty. Wait. But (laughs) Um, I had a headache this morning just from one savannah. Oh, I think it's also because you stayed up late working hard and thinking, you know? <laughs> savannah, no, no, I, maupola. I mean, this is the first time I drank since lockdown. Maybe that's why. Yeah. You know, remember in, in tech, like when you would be busy on a production and like you'd go out, like just one drink was enough to just uh. like... Call it a na- two it, drinks, right? Max. You're just like feeling yeah. it so easily and so quickly. Uh, so how are you doing, Bean? Um, I'm doing okay. Uh, just this week I received some good news, so um, I'm on. I'm on a cloud nine type of vibe, uh, based on that good news. Cloud um, nine and feeling positive. And feeling positive, yes, definitely feeling positive. And I'm also planning on launching a new podcast. You hear oh, the, you, that's nice. Are you going to tell us what it's about? Uh, yes. Not yet. No, I will tell you what it's about. Now? Or... Now. If you don't okay. mind. Not that I'm pla- okay, I'm going to be plugging myself on my own damn show. <laughs> no, we have to plug ourselves on this platform and all the other platforms. Uh, yeah, so it's going to be a uh, podcast about actors going to auditions. So you'll be hearing different actors speak about... Ah. Um, auditions that they've been through and a lesson that has come out mm-hmm. of um, the, the, that audition. So it's going to be quite uh-huh. interesting, quite great. And yeah, I'm hoping, I did want to launch it really soon, but I'm thinking, uh, let me just take a back seat and just control everything and make sure that when I launch, I launch. So I think July is when we'll hear the first episode of it. But oh, um, that's, that's exciting. Yeah, no, thank you very much. I'm very excited to mm, get onto mm. it. Yeah. 
No, no. I mean, July is not far. I mean, even if you're not doing it this month, July is definitely like now, now. So we're excited for that. Now, so guys, Bongani has already has three podcasts. Follow him on social media. Three? Yes. This one, The Bonnet. Oh, and The Bonnet. I must actually do The Bonnet. <laughs> okay, yeah. So Bongani <laughs> is a very busy... And only not only does he have podcasts, he mends other people's podcasts. So he's got his own podcast business. So you've got a lot of... Yes, a produced podcast. Produced podcasts. So, wow, you've got a lot of uh, info that you're taking in, in one I yeah, love the telling stories. Yeah, no, no, no. And it's nice that you're doing it through this. You know, no one else looks at it that way. I just thinking, oh, we're just talking. Mara, you're seeing it as storytelling. Exactly. Exactly. Which is now, very brilliant. Now we need the yeah, brands yeah. to see it as storytelling and pay us to tell these stories on a weekly basis. Yeah, but you know what I like? Like, if once, like, every time when you get good news and you're like, okay, at least I'm on the right path. So, hopefully more of that happens. So that it like fuels you to want to do more and work harder. That's amazing. Yeah, no, thank you. And we thank yeah. God, you know, we thank God no, that no, we can sit here and be creative in a time like this when uh-huh. a lot of people are really struggling and trying to find a way to get a meal for tonight, you know? Mm-mm-mm-mm. But are, how are you feeling with the lockdown? Are you feeling like, okay, I'm over this? Or is it like, do you feel like now that it almost, not that it hit its 360, but we've been like in lockdown for almost 70 days, ne? Yeah. So, like, do you feel like um, all the decisions you've made via um, during the COVID nineteen lockdown, like, were decisions you wouldn't have made had you been like in the normal life doing what you were doing in a normal day to day basis? Um, that is very true, and I see that in my finances. Um, there's a lot of mm. like so much money is going to food now, but. Now in COVID, mm. like food is a source of entertainment, you know, baking is a source of entertainment mm. and shit like that. So there is that mm. sort of, but also on the counterbalance, like um, there's not mo- there's no money going to petrol. And I know if I wasn't in lockdown, that decision wouldn't be so because I'd be traveling between Krugersdorf mm-hmm. and Pretoria on a regular basis and the South. So definitely mm-hmm. um, there are those things, but um in terms of mentally, emotionally, psychologically, I don't know, hey? I just feel like um, the decisions I would have made when I was outside would be the decisions. Because I can't compare because outside so many things happen. You deal with so many things on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. Whereas when you're sitting down inside indoors for a very long time, the case is not, um, like, you don't have to make so many intense, I don't know, or maybe I could understand it. So maybe turn to an Ui Arabe. And we can hear from your answer of what you are asking me. Because... Oh, no, maybe like how I'm saying with, <laughs> like, for instance, personally with me, I feel like uh, not much of the physical going out things would have changed because I still feel like I'm uptight. I'm even telling myself that I need to like say more, yes more often. And that's why I got that Shonda Rhimes book to say, okay, let me figure out oh, how nice. other people are saying yes. Like, it's something as when simple did you start as, the book? Sorry, when did you start the book? I got it last week. So I, let me say this weekend I was reading it. And like the beginning was a slow start for me. But I mean, I'm enjoying it because I'm excited because also, I mean, she's a writer. I mean, she writes, I mean, she wrote my favorite um, mm-hmm. series so on television. So I'm like invested more because of that, if you get what I mean. So mm-hmm. I got the book. I started, I got it last yeah. week and then I started reading this weekend. And then um, I'm like, I realized yeah, yeah. I don't say yes a lot. Like, even now I'm like, okay, this, imagine this is our entire life and this is what we have to go through forever. I, I mean, I would say yes, I enjoyed life, but then I 
said no to a lot of things and not because I don't want to or because I'm just like, oh, maybe it's too cold or I'd rather sleep. But it's always like I'd rather sleep. Yeah. There isn't anything better that I'm doing. Yeah. So I want to say yes to more things so I can see if there's going to be. And I also say no also besides sleep, the anxiety of your, you know, when you're just getting anxious that, okay, I can't do this. So it's more of like the emotional and spiritual things. And I'm like, okay, saying more yes more often. And like now there's a lot of things yeah. that I'm working for myself to value myself, things that I, I took for granted. Mm. And yeah, it's just mm. the small stuff. But mm. I'm just saying, had I not had this time, Besides family time and all that stuff, but personally for me, like I'm working, it's like, you know, introspection every day, if you get what I mean. Yeah, like what? where would the growth would have been right now? Because you also, it might not be um, going out in terms of parties yeah. and stuff like that, but a lot of time gets wasted with you being on the road, you mm. attending to this person and his mang mang, exactly. and things like that. And so the level of productivity, as much as you see that as daily life and everyday living, uh, gets somewhat disturbed by all of these errands and tasks mm, that you place mm, in mm, your day mm, like mm. that. Whereas right now you're just like staying home and you are able to, no one is expecting, and this is what I was enjoying about the lockdown. No one is expecting me to visit them. No one, no one is expecting That's to set up a meeting. <laughs> no one, and that allows you to just, exactly, that allows you to just stay at home and just really in enjoy mm. being at home and work on the things that you want to work mm. on like i can't i can't come to your thing i can't be there i can't come chill because yeah i have actually you know and for me i won't i won't lie to you the one big excuse was my location um where i live so back when when we were allowed to roam free mm. wherever we want to a lot of my friends would always want to meet in Brahm. And I'm just like, yo, no I'm all the way in Madrid. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm Konagali. Yes, that's true. And also, but now the lockdown showing people, like, it, who are actually people you, like, l not long for, but want to talk to, people who check on you, people who care for you, the people you care for. It's very clear. So that now when the lockdown yeah. done, it's not unnecessary because sometimes it's not even because of distance. Because if it was your close circle, even if they said Cape Town, you would be there when you if you could. You know what I mean? But then there's yeah, other people yeah, where yeah, it's yeah, like, true. it's an acquaintance or maybe I just need to be too nice or whatever. And you're like, no, but sometimes we can just keep it professional. I don't have to see you every other Saturday and just focus yeah. on the people who actually matter. Because now sometimes we just waste a lot of money and time on people who don't care about us. And we just need to prioritize people who genuinely like us, who want to be around us. Yes. And not people who... Um, what's the word? Uh, uh, who put up with you? But I don't know what that. I'm looking for another word. Yes, who tolerate you? I don't. You don't want to do that. Like you don't want to be like I know personally. Like if I sit with people and somebody tells me, "Oh, I come down. You're too loud," and I'm just like, number one, I don't. I'm not intentionally loud. My voice is very pitchy. I don't have an inside <laughs> voice. But I don't want to be with someone who's telling me how I must maybe like behave or oh no i don't think you must do that or people will tolerate me like oh no she's talking too much or she's talking yeah, too this yeah, or, you yeah. Know what i mean i don't want to be around spaces like that i want to be around people who fully want me to be myself and celebrate that and we celebrate each other but you know that's a yeah and it's those people yeah. that are missing you the most right mm, now yes definitely so yeah I mean, yeah yeah that's all for that tiktok <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for coming to our Rewind TED Talk. Yeah, it's, it's really stunning. So we're getting into Word in the Streets. Yeah. Why did you ask the people, Bongani, in the streets? So in the streets. Okay, not in the streets. <laughs> <laughs> Via the DMs. 
via yes. the DMs, via the yeah. Uh, what we were asking people is uh, when when the bottle stores opened up, my darling. What was the first alcoholic drink you bought on level three, and how mm-hmm. exactly did it taste? I can Ooh. tell you. <laughs> I can tell you. I definitely. I mean, guys, if you if you if mangabi le podcast you'd know by now. Is the one no. thing that uh, I actually Can make I sure. Say it's so baby. <laughs> yes, <laughs> guys, you need to go watch Asisipo. Is it Butelezi? Is that his surname? I don't want to butcher it. You are not sure his surname. Yeah, but I feel like a lot um, of people know him. Did he not trend on his live on the day? I'm pretty sure he did. You need to go check out his video on him uh, buying alcohol. Punta, like, would you not get sick consuming all that alcohol in one sitting? No, no, already watching From it. From wine like, to cider to straights. I'd have a headache, honestly. Like, what? That looked like a lot to handle. Yes, yes. It really did. It really did. But, like, he looked like he was enjoying himself. Yeah, Shame, was... I was also enjoying watching him. I won't lie. So, he went and he <laughs> he had a good time. I actually wanted us to play Sangena, Sangena. That video that was trending on the 1st of June when the people were lining up at Macro. Okay, yeah, but that was so beautiful. <laughs> oh, but that was beautiful, hey? Ah, that was beautiful. That, you know, yeah, South yeah, Africa is strange you sometimes, know? but no, 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 you gotta yeah, love yeah. it so much. Like, yeah. that song is so layered. <laughs> I was just like, you know what? I'm so happy I'm part of this country. Like, I couldn't, like, imagine myself anywhere else. Yes, world. okay, yeah, that is definitely true as well. That is definitely true as well. So you were telling us about your experience. Yeah, so for me, I actually didn't... Uh, go buy alcohol on the first actually uh so in the past two weeks i was getting my wisdom teeth removed so um i couldn't go buy alcohol on the first because i knew i'd be tempted to drink it and i had an appointment that week so i didn't and i just stayed home and i worked (laughs) but i think that wednesday Mm -hmm. i went to macro and i got myself my savannas and i got also some wine and i came home Mm. and my appointment was supposed to be on thursday actually and i couldn't help myself (laughs) and i had a savannah And then on Thursday, they called me, but I made sure it was um, at least 24 hours before. Like, I finished it 24 hours before the appointment. Yeah. So, on Thursday, they called me, and they're like, oh, no, can we please postpone to Friday? I'm like, I do not mind. <laughs> I went. I was just like, okay, I'll wait until Friday. So, yeah, I really enjoyed having my Savannah. Thank you to the South African government for allowing us to be adults and be able to buy a drink to the smokers. Askisi, every dog has its day, Ndota. Hey, hey, not quit, Mariah, I won't lie. Oh, so long. Uh, it's been long, hey. And it, I don't know if you saw um, Coconut Cal says she quit. Lesokotlabi said she quit. She's just like, you know, it's been so long. I was a smoker. It's fine, you know, really? I've, it's forced me to quit. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, COVID has its good and its bad, you know? I love it. Mm. I think let's take a listen to what some people have to say about what their first drink was when the bottle stores finally opened on the 1st of June. 
Come on! Word on the street. Here we go again. Hey guys, this is Justin. So last week, Monday, when bottle stores opened, the first drink I bought was a box of wine. Yes, an entire box of wine. And let's just say grapes have now become my new favorite fruit. <laughs> John and beer was the first beverage I bought, definitely. Um, it didn't taste funny or anything like that. It tasted normal to me because I was drinking during lockdown. I didn't buy it illegally, just my food for thought. Um, but I did stock up beforehand, so I was drinking now and then beer here gin there so yeah just taking care of myself um yeah so definitely that was the first thing i bought so i would say i think i went a week without drinking alcohol that was the longest stretch i went through during the lockdown so yeah bye yeah that <laughs> is too nice just mm. a week but truly it Tinabanya, we were brewing mm. here. We were trying to brew our own alcohol and try to get something because we were that desperate. <laughs> what happened to your alcohol? <laughs> it's sitting in buckets right now. This is like to me yesterday. Can you please do something about your brew? I'm just like, okay, geez. <laughs> Are you going to throw it out or what? She's giving, me, she's giving me a look right now. <laughs> she's giving me a look right now. I think I'm in trouble. Funse, you got me in trouble. <laughs> I think let's actually leave it there for word on the street right now and go into some YouTube digest, yeah? Yebo. Come on! Word on the street. Here we go again. The Rewind. With Punza and B Tenacity. On Twitter, it's at the rewind underscore SA. On Instagram, it's also at the rewind underscore SA. See Let focus. us know what you think. See, la pogole your game. On Twitter. You can send us an email on the rewind SA at gmail.com. You are listening to the rewind. <laughs> Channel. YouTube channel. Okay, we are singing or ring him. No, sis, ask you, see, you know, put them on her. <laughs> so you were speaking about Asisi Po Burwana. Yes. I don't want to butcher your surname. How do I pronounce that? I think it might be Buhuana or something. Buh- Yo, I Why am I sorry, I sorry to all the Kosa people. Yes, sorry. Okay, first tip <laughs> of alcohol. So, um, basically, basically, um, filmed himself from the morning. He's like, okay, guys, today's the day. I've been waiting for this day, 65 days with no alcohol. I am ma- I'm going to vlog the whole experience. Uh, he's got so like just in general his personality from the get-go he got me like he was just funny he's like oh funny naturally just come as yeah. like come off as humor when he was just like ah, this uber driver must hurry up because otherwise i will drive myself <laughs> there i will take his car and drive myself there because today is the first of june and i'm gonna get lit basically and it was just that whole vibe that whole video i really enjoyed it Oh, I'm like, I, was, I even thought like, maybe I'm, let me rewind. Maybe I'm still in the shop. Yes, yes. <laughs> I, thought, 
thought like maybe he's at the shop like showing us what he might take. Yes. That was in the pantry, ne? Yep. Oh, wait, wait. Like how much money does he have like? I'm just how? looking at it as well. Oh, tingy, I'm a six packing. Oh, tingy, I'm a whiny. Oh, tingy, I'm a straight. I'm just like, that is quite a lot. Yeah, like it was all kinds, like everything. Like he could open easily, open his own, you know, bottle store. So you see, this, I feel like this is the this is the mukbang. I think I am willing to do. Get me a couple of bottles and let's sit down and talk. And I'll finish the spinini. I'll finish the savanna. I'll Ooh. finish the Saint Celine. I will do it all in one sitting. Switch off the camera, uh, and then maybe I'll create a Patreon account, and like you can you can watch the aftermath of it all on my Patreon. Now, what happened to Bongani after all the six savannas in one go? I couldn't believe no, but it. Was a really nice when he was sitting was down so and he had them lined up, I'm like, wait, is he honest? <laughs> wait, and he just one after the other kept on. Bawa. Exactly. Bottle after bottle. I I. I loved it. I mean, that video was creative. His personality is amazing. He's got great personality. We are subscribed. Definitely. Yeah, we subscribe now. We are like fans. Um, so, I mean, yeah, it's really exciting to see new people in the YouTube space. Because obviously now you're locked down and there's so many more people on YouTube. Like, it's actually overwhelming for people like Bongani and I to have to watch all these people. It is like, very difficult. Every... every time I go onto our yeah. channel, I'm like, who's this? Who's this? Who's this? subscribe to this person? A new couple? Yes! Like, it honestly, and then you see that these people have numbers. So, there's also a sense yes! of, am I late on this train or what? I mean, if we were trying to catch up with every South African's video or every South African's YouTube channel, I think it would mean we mm. do not have our job would literally to be sit down and watch YouTube all day long. Yeah, I think so. Like, but I mean, we will try harder to like try watching more people because I also think I'm seeing so such new fresh content that I feel like we should also start talking about those people. Yes. You get what I mean? Yes, mm. yes, yes. I Definitely, agree with you. It's yeah, it's yeah. Yeah, okay, but also on that YouTube talk, but I'll tell you more about it. Mm. Um, YouTube Digest, we still have Naledi and her gin. How do you pronounce that gin, Yahai? I don't know. I actually... Uh, Is it Grandier? Grandier, Grandier, I think. Grandier, Grandier, something what like that. What is Grandier? Like... Um, oh, so congratulations like, on the You know, life grand, posted. like life grand, Grandier. Life grand. It's, oh, uh, okay, yes, okay, type okay. of vibe, yes. No, no, I'm, I'm really excited. I'm, I'm excited to hear what she has to say about like the making or what's the process with this gin. Is she a brand ambassador? Is it her own? Yes, I also want to know. But yeah. I mean, I haven't seen mm. anyone on an influencer level like making a whole like, al- like working yeah. with an alcohol brand to a point where mm. they're like creating a bottle for her or she's creating mm-hmm. i really hope that it's something that she created herself like she found the mm-hmm. people and she found like a farmer with potatoes and or whatever gin is made out of apples or potatoes i forgot whichever one it is yeah. but i hope like she was highly involved in the process but even still if a company just went up to her and said we love your content we love what you're doing we're working on a new line of gin would you like to be the person Aircon, then I can I can congratulate her either way. I mean, it's amazing from either her sitting way, like, from her sitting in her room and having and just like having a drink to then having like bottles of wines behind her from a sponsor mm. to now a whole brand and bottle and like 
that is leaps and bounds, hey? Michelle, you better watch out, babes. Yeah, no, 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 definitely. Because now I'm just loving how... I mean, obviously, since lockdown, I've been mentioning how Kay Yams has been somebody I feel like is just rising above and beyond. And people, not that obviously it's a competition, but people who are who are ahead, I found shaking because it's young people who are in like follow smaller followers, but who are doing major moves, who are yes, working five yes. times harder, who are getting more deals, whether they're making more money than whoever's at the top, but like they're working, and that should help. That's how the industry should be. Because in South Africa, people will be like, "No, we're kumbaya." No, low key at home, you know, you you want to work. It's you can't compete in 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 private. People must know you're working. And exactly. you must be like, yeah, I'm going to work. You know what exactly. I mean? Not this environment, yeah, who are acting like, even if we can be together and be friends, but still feel like friends, and I'm going to be at the top. Everyone wants to be at the top. So, um, yeah, people must be found shaking. It's what, uh, remember that whole uh, thing that Julius Malema was praising some music about, like having uh, friends that don't want to be you, but like they just inspire you to do better. Mm, to do better. And it I mean, doesn't mean because when I, uh, Sorry, I just wanted to say we're not like pitting Michali against Toast. They are two different brands no, 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 that no. they were working for. Completely but different I mean, brands. in terms of making major moves, this is an underdog who's just come through and wins. Yeah, and, and you know what I love about like people like Naledi? Because I mean, she's just like growing crazy every day. And this lockdown, she is just working her ass off, like yes. giving us content. Like she's working very hard. And also, I love that people like her, like, not a lot of people know her, but she, a lot of people know her. Soon, yeah. she's going to be in the influencer space where she gets all the PR, like, everyone, and she's going to just blow up, and just next thing, the lady's on 100K. She works too hard, and she's going to get recognized, and you know what? Like, if you work hard, you deserve um, the top spot. But somebody who's doing also and making power moves is Y'all's channel. Yes. She's got a Y'all beauty coming out. I mean, like... Uh, oh. Where, what, when, how? Like, <laughs> right? So I was saying, Yours channel. So yeah. had posted on her page. No, just posted on a story like Yours Beauty and the new Instagram account. And you know, obviously, I wanted to even say with um Naledi, I love how people's brand just started. Like maybe if you like you and I come on and we're just taking it for light or for granted, not for granted, but like lighthearted. That you know what we're coming on YouTube. This is what we do. This is the brand of the channel. We're coming yeah. to you and then next thing, they're like, oh, listen, can you do um, that gossip show on SBC1? Oh, can you come and go, yes. come and show on this? Can you, can you, you know what I yes, mean? Yes, yes. So, and um, that's how it's going to happen for her. Yes, that's what happened with my lady. Remember how she used to be channel bitch? And then she was just yeah. having fun. Now she's a whole brand. Yes. She tells us, before she tells us a story, she's like, hey, guys, this story does not encourage this. Drink responsibly. Blah, 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 blah. Da, 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 da. Now she's a public figure. Not yeah. only is she just telling us the story of her wild days, but she's now taking the role of saying, I am going to be now your oldest sister on YouTube. I've lived this life. I'm going to give you advice. Yeah, I yeah? love that branding. Yes, I love now yeah. that branding that you're saying. Yeah. How she twisted everything. I also loved it. So y'all started with hair. We yes. knew y'all as the natural hair gal, whatever. She um like oh started off as hair, what a what a what a next thing yours okay. Next thing yours is into makeup. Then obviously she's always had banging skin and then she always did a lot of collaborations with Porsche M. Then next thing she's like, you know what, guys? Cause she's no longer with Love Kings, um, the yes. hair brand they are high. She's oh, really? alone now. Yes, so she's alone now. She's with Y'all's channel. And I'm I mean not with Y'all's beauty. So she yeah. explains on her channel, she does a series where 
most of her branding now has nothing, not not nothing, but much to do with advice, like big sister advice on yes, financial, yes, yes. buying, you know, getting a job, you know, like she just gives you like a motivational speaker basically. And then now she's taking us on the, on a journey of how she created Yours Beauty. Her Yours Beauty is like also her black owned, everything South African owned. Nice. It's not, like everything is her. She's part of the, she's funding herself. She has people yes. want to fund her. But everything I know about Yours Beauty that's coming up is that it's for black skin. It's it's researched. She's do, she's involved 100% with it. So that's really exciting that our YouTubers and influencers are going to a level where like they are doing their own thing. Like it's not like, okay, I'm buying MAC or I'm buying L'Oreal. Like I'm going mm. pre- to have my own makeup line. I'm going to have, you know, more than just t-shirts and whatever. But you guys are just saying, okay, we are... She's building an empire. She literally exactly. is. I, I mean, Happy was by her, right? Exactly. Yes. She had a collaboration actually, with a lady called Monica. I actually purchased like the do rag and everything like that, and I'm loving those products. I'm. All, we must actually be out here helping these black entrepreneurs get up there because as they get up, they will pull others up. You know. Yeah. So I mean, I think you can take a picture and also like. Just to show support, I mean, I'm really excited for, like, the black brands that are coming up. Yes, yeah, yeah, no, I think, and I think she she's doing great by expanding her empire, especially once, while she's still got us under her fingers and gripped like this, you know? Yeah, 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 because um, even the biggest YouTubers internationally say YouTube is not forever, so you need to use the influence you have. And you make something bigger because there's always going to be some someone bigger, better, and whatever. So you don't want to just be like recording videos. You want to say, okay, I well, this is what I took from it. Yeah, 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 that's very true. So we're watching her make those money moves, and we're making notes. And then that is obviously in those footsteps, you know. Yes, definitely. And then congratulations to Takis on her new baby girl. Oh, that is so great, Yeah, man. that picture looks so cute with her and the new baby. I'm like, oh, Taki's skin and her life is so amazing. Yeah, no, she, she, she's just, I mean, Taki's is living her best, the house mom, housewife life, Wait, you know? see, you can be independent to work, but you're still a housewife. Ooh, sabo well, do you know that, um, <laughs> <laughs> do you know that a uh, voice over me, Charlie? people use on TikTok. Yes. Like, oh, wow. Well, well. Okay, so I saw Sebastian's channel. Oh my goodness, that baby is so cute. It's very, very cute. Ah, but it really, is really cute. is cute. That baby is a very cute baby and she is very forward. I feel like Osipa link every time. No, no, I definitely love her. I love, but I mean, obviously I feel like, I mean, obviously she's younger. Um, to be ha- mm-hmm. not having a channel, but in a sense, it would have more content if the mom, like obviously we know the mom edits and will do whatever. But if like we, if she's doing something with Spatley, even if she's vlogging herself as Ntando, but like we just follow mostly the life of Spatley, as opposed to like, I mean, that video with the mom and dad was also very cute, but I'm just saying more normal videos to kind of see the life they live together as mother and daughter. And whenever Spatley is of age, she can take over her channel. I don't know. It's just for me also very strange in terms of um, like 
kids having social media channels yeah. and all of that stuff before they even understand what social media is and everything. And I mean, it's 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 a very it's it's uh, this is a very unpopular opinion. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you could turn around and say, well, Bongani, you've got a, an Instagram page for bunnies who don't even under, who are not even ever gonna understand oh, yeah. what social media is uh-huh. and stuff. But I don't know. Like, I get. I think like. Instagram is cute. It's fine. Like Instagram is also somewhat of a memories portal, but I guess every social media is mm. because you can simply go back someone's uh, timeline or page and you can find memories from years and years ago. And YouTube is somewhat something like that, especially for people who have couple channels and family channels. And as the kids grow, they want the kids to be able to go back and look at those channels and stuff like that. Mm. And I guess maybe um, uh, what you call this? Nintendo's doing the exact same thing. But I don't know. This one was a bit cringy to me. Really? Hey, I, like, I looked it's, at it. I was also cringy. It's cute and all, but I'm just like, uh, I don't know. I just am not sure about, like, the YouTube page is on the child's name. Like, yeah. the Yakole page. And I guess it's a smart way to make your baby pay rent um, without them having to work a day in their life as yet. But That's how I, I looked at it. Because Spatla is a very popular kid. So I think yes. what Ndanda did that was good was that she's trying to save money for 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 Sebastian because her job and her has her I mean her baby daddy's jobs are not like where you work could you filming only UI okay obviously Renali the 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 actors what what matter our jobs are not like something in South Africa that you'd be like oh if you're not saving like government is also not helping exactly. you and there's not so all of those things yeah you whatever you must save for yourself so having this channel for her child is that taking all the I'm hoping she's doing that taking all that money and saving it whenever her, um the daughter makes money save it when she's 18 you're like listen baby girl here's your money but I would say I would have rather preferred it being her channel featuring Sparse. Well, we follow her. Yeah, you her. know, like oh, they, they they make it the uh, is it it's not Bisanen. What's they said Duma the Duma yeah, or whatever the, the Duma something like a reality kind of, show like, thing because she's always a yeah, Duma, so and, why might as well? But it's yeah. just so dodge now. I mean, I get what you mean. It really is cringe. That kid can't even speak, and maybe other kids <laughs> like it. But I'm just like, oh what? other kids like it i mean lots of the family channels that i've seen and people who start youtube channels for families and their kids even if the channel is named after the family and has a strong focus on the kids and how we but raise our kids family. and this is what our kids do it's like a family name uh. i think there's a it just seems a bit strange for me to put the whole name of the channel under your child on youtube instagram i get it it's cute you can give them the login details when they're older same for youtube as well but there's i don't know there's just something about um yeah no um, it's, it's, yeah. it's you know how it feels have you seen the ones where moms um like make their babies talk to them like as though they still in this like sometimes the mom is pregnant and she'll start a, a youtube page for uh not a youtube an instagram uh page for the child and then afterwards she'll 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 post a picture and she'll make the caption as though the baby is talking uh, hi mommy and tag oh, herself uh and be like I'm in your tummy. Three more days till I come oh, out. I can't what? wait. Like those ones are a bit no, like, oh they, my god, what is going on here? When they comment and say, uh, "I love you, Mama," and she typed that, and then she replies with her account and says, "I love you, yeah, my baby." I'm like, guys, just put heart emojis. Like, 
Exactly. This is like a notch underneath um, uh, uh, what you call this, uh, that level of creepy yeah. for me. Like, it's just a notch underneath. The baby even says, hello guys, welcome to my YouTube channel. I'm just like, oh my God. <laughs> but speaking of um, celebrities. But also, yeah. wait. Can I just say, people are allowed to raise their children however that they want to raise their children and expose them to whatever they want to expose them to. I'm not saying what I'm saying here is law. I'm just saying that for me, viewer. it just didn't sit too nicely for me. Yeah, I get what you mean, 100%. Because also, it's like Valdo and his father. Um, oh, yeah. His father is now going to be a presenter on some show Presenta. somewhere. And I'm just like, yeah, but get you guys. It's <laughs> fine, man. Valdo, I mean, that's very nice. Also, like, now I'm... But, I mean, Valdo's story, I don't know what the actual story is, but I'm just so happy with the father being the father figure, taking care of this, um, the son. I'm not really sure where the mom is, if she's, uh, you know, around or not. Mm. But I just love the yeah. brand. One I mean, yes, that is something that's commendable. But, I mean, we just love the brand of how he's sticking around, taking care and absolutely in love with his son. So, I really love that whole branding and, you know, him influencing black men to stay with uh their kids but also i wanted to speak about um celebrities and their kids and you know whatever because i mean even tallest moore's daughter kumo is very popular uh things like that but then yesterday cairo mm. was trending and i'm thinking cairo is being bullied a lot on what? social media and she doesn't even have an understanding really? yeah i mean I mean, there's and every other day, like when if if AKA, I mean, obviously, yeah, if your father is childish, like AKA is if he makes a worldwide mess, people are gonna be like, "Yo, Zintle's kids, Cairo and AKA, what a what a." I mean, like, I get it if AKA is just fucking shit up or doing whatever he's doing, but I just don't like that whatever AKA does now. Every time Cairo has to be like, she was literally trending last night. I didn't get it, and people are like saying, "Oh, Cairo." Ah, Old people, yeah. some people are 40, tweeting about this kid and saying all these nasty things to her. And I'm just like, oh, what, guys? This is a bit too much. No matter what AKA does, yeah. I think yeah. we need to, like, separate it and not try be. Like, you know, when you're in the hood and you didn't know who your father is and next door, like, and then you go home crying and you're like, how is this the news in the streets that this is my father? I've heard a lot of people say they found out like exactly, that. A lot yeah. of things they found out in the streets. But I'm just saying, I mean, they're going out of their way to hurt a child who's not even six years old. It's That's like bullying. And I mean, that is a serious level well, of bullying and there actually should be laws against that on the internet. To. And it's like, Carol's not the first that we've seen uh, it against. We've seen it with Blue Ivy exactly. as well. We've seen it with Kim's kids as well, where people are just coming after someone who can't no, even no, defend no, no, themselves and doesn't even understand the concept of internet mm. yet, you know, or like social and media and anything like that. Yes, they... Exactly. Like Hebatung. Imagine if we were all punished what? for our parents' mistakes. Okay, generational curses do but, exist, but I mean, like yeah, honestly, life honestly. For itself, but let's not like I mean Kyra already growing up when she's like 14, when she's like really smart or whichever age, she's gonna have people tell her, like, yeah, your dad left your mom and did this. Already there's so much scandal that's gonna she's gonna hear about how the mother was mistreated because apparently everyone makes Zintle look so meek online, like she's weak, like she can't make decisions. Most of the decisions Zintle yeah, makes is because yeah. she wants to. It's not that because she's like, ah, oh, guys, I, I took them back. Everyone, if you you are you are strong, you're owning companies, doesn't mean you're weak for AKA if you decide to take him back. That's on her, but people like making her seem like 
Anna voice and she doesn't and the bullying is just too much like, I won't lie like oof, I, for me it's a lot yeah no people like if you are an adult out there and you're attacking little kids on social media you really need to go and look at yeah. your life <laughs> and really question no, honestly, yourself like, because how the fuck is this child gonna uh, respond yeah. and like if you're expecting just, a response for the parents yeah, like no, what the fuck sick. please focus on your life and your jobs and stuff like that stop attacking Cairo and all the other kids like it's not necessary now uh, channel um was hacked by some russian people um she was very stressed um but and then at the end of the day she you know, that that looked very scary it did i mean that's a lot of money that's a big channel so it seems like do you do you, do you, did she explain what seemed to have happened cuz i just saw someone tweet like yo if that was my channel i wouldn't start youtube again and when i started reading into it it seemed like she just got hacked but i don't know if it was out of the blue or if um it was uh like she clicked on a link and something went wrong it seemed like it was a russian she says it was a russian yes, it bank. was a russian bank. um but um she wasn't aware of it because the subscribers like listen can you see what happened to your channel and then she's like what that's when she went to and go like handled everything but it was because the subscriber had checked so that you know what listen somebody took over a channel and then she went to the back end of it and then they had removed or put up videos on private and all of that. You... But for me, it was more about not... She says it affected... They hacked everything. Punta, mm. Her schoolwork, anything associated with her Google mm. account was like all that information was gone. And the channel was just playing this live. <laughs> I went to the channel. It was this live of like an anti-conference or like a oh, news report that's going much. on. And these people are serious... the thing is what's strange is that it has her picture on the profile but it's got russian writing next to the name and the russian people everywhere and i'm just like what the fuck is going on here imagine if you owned that channel i would have my soul would have left my body in that moment i understand why that goes like hi i wouldn't start another youtube channel i'll just leave youtube all at once imagine getting kicked out like that you know when um, that happened and then I went on Twitter, some girl then started doing research on how to then further protect your channel because now we're just like, oh, let's start channels and some people have obviously ridiculous passwords or things that can be hacked into easy, easily. But so there are now help online on mm. how to protect your channel. How can you like to do research ahead before something like that can happen? Yeah. Because imagine somebody hacking Michali's channel. That is wild. So it seemed like some guy, I don't know if she actually knew the guy on Twitter or something. He helped her uh, get her channel back. I don't yeah. know what he did, yeah, but guy. um I think he IT guy, give to shoot your shot, my brother. <laughs> uh, yay. What is that guy? I wonder if she paid. I I wonder if she paid him. She just seemed to thank him a lot on social media. But I mean, if he was shooting a shot, kudos to him. If they were friends, what a great friend. But if they w- did not know each other from above soap and he was just a subscriber, then I hope she sent a young 500 rand his way or something. Yeah, no, not even 500. That's like, that saved her a lot of money. And no, get his girl. Yeah, imagine how much money that channel makes. So I'm pretty like a good 5k mm-hmm. would be good, good enough. enough. Because you see, so bad no more. I think, um, yeah, she must have paid him, but she's got money. So I mean, I'm glad her channel is back, though. Yo, that just seems stressful. 
Yeah, that is seems very stressful, and we are very glad because we do enjoy the content. Uh, but I also so, like you know? that she took us on the journey when she went live in the midst of it. She's like, guys, I can't respond to everyone. Da, 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 da. I like drama like that. Like, yes, put us in the story. Then people who didn't even follow her or whatever are like, yo. I didn't even notice. Yeah, she, she went, went live because like, I, I saw. I think you DM'd me. Then I think I saw it on my timeline before, but I didn't think it was that serious. When I went to, on our page, I saw she's live. I'm like, what? And I like watched it. I'm like, damn, girl, that's intense. So I mean, thank God, that's all sorted. Yeah, mm. quite intense. So I think that's it for YouTube Digest. What do you think? Is that yeah. it? Yeah. I'm enjoying yeah, keeping my mouth yeah, with you like, so much I about all of this. But okay. Starting a new channel. Oh? Yes. Oh, kudos to you. A new channel about... Oh, are you going to um, save that for us? Yeah, I'll save that for you guys. Secret? But I think I'm posting tomorrow, so we'll see. So once <gasps> everything is done, um, I will do the things that need to be done. Is this? Does this have something to do with the Forgotten Closet? No, <laughs> no, oh. it's, it's a collab. I do. I'm doing a channel with Bonza. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. okay. So I can't wait to alone. see that. So I yeah, can't wait to see that. Yeah. Why is it off? No, that one is just gonna be covers. I'm not interested in doing any more content there regarding anything else but that. All right, let's leave it there for now, and then we'll get back into the show. Hey, hey everybody! Welcome back to my YouTube channel. My YouTube channel. You're listening to The Rewind. The Rewind. With Punta and B-Tenacity. I got Natalie the other day at the feature in the morning, like I think on Monday or Tuesday. Oh, really? He was featuring the David July. Like, the big thing was that he ate Chup Chups has merchants <laughs> in David. Yeah. Like, the Friday of <laughs> everyone can say, hey. He's like, he's like, he's like, and he's taking it personal like somebody cheer on him like hard. i wonder what made them choose to go fetch oh yeah to talk about a comeback <laughs> but how some people can't even come back from drugs prison and then he's at the top of the food chain in March 2020, the World Health Organization officially classified the coronavirus COVID-19 a pandemic. In South Africa, our government responded by declaring a national state of disaster. We here at The Rewind have decided to share some tips with you to ensure that you stay protected. Always wash your hands and use sanitizer as often as possible. Avoid crowded places by socially distancing yourself. Leave the house only when you need to do so. Constantly disinfect surfaces that you use on a regular basis. If you have any symptoms, please stay at home. Do not finish the groceries at the store. And stay one meter apart from each other. If you're caring for anyone sick, make sure you have a mask and gloves to do so. Lastly, shower twice a day. We believe that if you stay and you keep on doing this, you will help us fight the spread of the coronavirus here in South Africa, making sure that us and your loved ones are staying safe and protected. This message was proudly brought to you by The Rewind. You're listening to The Rewind with Funza and B Tenacity. Um, I wanted to know if you're showering twice a day. Oh, Njoba, Bessie, Shokulea, Ed. Well, I will tell you. 
I shower twice a day when I leave the house. So I usually shower before I leave. And then when I come oh. back, I go straight back into the shower again. But if I know I'm staying the full day in, I might not even shower once a day, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is true. That is true. But my mom wants me to bath and I'm like, oh. Uh, <laughs> then I have to bath. Maybe nah, she'll see that so... I'm wearing, I'm not dressed up properly. She's like, ah, oh, why are you looking like this? Then I go bath. Um, so what do you want to start with right now? Should we jump straight into this Bianca and Zosbini tunes Yeah, because that one's like more older news. Let's get into that up on Zosbini and Bianca. Hey, I pray Zosbini doesn't listen to this and hear you calling her Zosbini. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Zosie. I'm sorry. Zosie. So... Anyways, so I'm sure if you are South African, you know about Bianca Shumbi. Uh, Miss S.A. Hope. Uh, what? Hope? 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 What did you call What's her name? Shumbi? Shumbi. 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 Is it Squimbi? <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry she for generalizing, but instead of Dolby, it is. has to be Squim, something. Yeah? Can I tell you, I used to call, I used to call Fun's Cake, I used to call it Van Shike. Ah! Until, until she feels like to me, what? And I'm like, yo, let's go to the Vanshike bookstore. And she's like, fans cake. And I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm in the land of the Africana. This is in first year when I got to Pretoria. I'm like, oh, there's a, there's a bookstore called Vanshike. Let's go. Let's get school stuff there. Anyways. Wow, that's so, a good one. Bianca was outed for her racism, her ableism, her fat phobia, etc., etc. All of those things, all of those isms um, through her social media and Twitter yeah. a couple of weeks back. And a lot of people were busy yeah. saying that um, Zozi Bini, like she should be, she should be more like Zozi. She should, we have Zozi. She should be more like Zozi type of vibe. And also Zozi was just like, oh my gosh. So she recorded a video on Instagram and I think it went up onto her IGTV. And she was basically saying that, um, she saw all of those tweets and it made her go back in through her own Twitter profile and her own Facebook and look at certain posts that she's posted in the past and really question herself and see and ask herself whether those uh, posts were appropriate. And I think what was very beautiful is that uh, she, 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 she did it and she deleted what she thought wasn't appropriate anymore. And then she came and she did a video to say, you know what, if you are someone who had read those uh, posts or those tweets in the past, I'm really sorry. Um, we all grow, we all become better people. Um, and um, those things don't reflect me now, basically, type of vibe. Yeah, yes. I, even, so I think also what made her even more nervous is that when that was happening, people were like, yeah, she... This Bianca girl will never amount to a character and the perfectness of Miss Universe, Zosie Bini. And then that made her even more nervous. She's like, okay, guys, people think I'm perfect. Then she even went on her social media and that's when she also got the info. And she's like, okay, guys. I mean, I feel like that would scare me if people were like, you're perfect. Like, if you're perfect, what if you do anything wrong in South Africa, especially in Black Twitter, you're like, it's going to be lit. Yeah. Like it's done for you. I think what was very beautiful in her statement and which was um, very smart 
is the fact that she said, um, I went back and I looked through all of those things uh, to see what, um, how I had been in the past. Mm. And then she says, um, whilst I saw things that I am very proud of that um, made me very happy, um, I also saw things that um, shouldn't have been there in the first place. I was just like, oh, very, very, very smart way to put it. Like, I saw things I was proud of. And it says, okay, the character we know right now is the character that was back then, but that character had faults. Instead of saying, that character back then is completely different to the character back now, you know? Mm. But remember when we were talking about, sorry, sorry, when we spoke about Bianca, I was like, the difference with Bianca's response and everything is because she wasn't trained or has a team or someone who's going to tell her, listen, Tata, these angles. I'm not saying Zozi had a team write that whole speech for her, but I'm just saying mm. Bianca, like, I mean, with her apologies going off, even now, like, went on one of her uh, statuses when she's like, and you see when one door closes, um, door closes, three million doors three million doors open like, i don't understand if she's sorry or she's just saying guys you know what whether without you guys i'm gonna do it or something i don't think she's sorry enough so i don't know but also there's 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 the difference in um noticing what you represent and uh, fixing yourself before going out there and being called out and not fixing those things do you get what mm-hmm. i'm saying mm-hmm. so Zozi did a retrospective, introspective yeah. type of thing where she looked back, looked at the situation around her and looked into herself and looked back and fixed those things. Whereas Bianca was never going to look back unless we made her to. Do you get yeah, what I'm saying? If someone else was called out, I don't know if she would have looked back. But I just wonder, for me, not I just wonder, for me, that is the biggest difference is that Bianca was called out and Zozi, instead of being called out, she actually thought to herself, you know what? A lot of people are looking up to me. Let me actually go and fix these things. And you might even argue that maybe she's a little too late because this is something she should have done before she even entered Miss mm-hmm. SA, like we're expecting Abu Bianca and all of these other people to have done. Um, but I think also not waiting to be caught out. I'm glad she didn't sit there and go, yo, everyone thinks I'm an angel. Let me act like an angel yeah. and let's pray no one finds anything. I'm glad she went, oh my gosh, so many people think I'm an angel? oh my gosh, let me go check. Let me see what I've said about people in the past. And let me then apologize before being called out for it. You know, no one went, oh, you thought your Miss Sauce is perfect. Look at this. Look at what yeah. she tweeted. And then people came out with all of the, that didn't happen. She was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to go fix this and get ahead of it before it gets ahead of me. Yes, definitely. I also love that. And also you mentioned the last time that Bianca's issue was that after apologizing and deleting and apologizing, she wasn't going back and re- deleting those tweets. So that also exactly. made it seem like, and okay, now we get your sorry, but are you going to move that thing off the internet? All that nonsense you're saying about black people and, you know, fact shaming. Are you going to remove it? Nick, Nick. Yeah. Cause I mean, exactly. I, I appreciate and I love the idea of people, like, I mean, Zozi going with the thing, right now I'm Miss Universe, basically the queen, basically. And, but I still, I've got a past and I make mistakes. And, that's something that's going to resonate with a lot of people because sometimes maybe I might have responded or tweeted out of anger or said to people because maybe at the time I was insecure. So she's touching up on a lot of topics and I wished Bianca had tried that. Like if she was genuinely sorry, like guys, I'm so sorry. Like I didn't know this. I wasn't like, be honest. This is the environment I was raised in. I was just so oblivious to everything, delete everything. I don't know, like just start working and, you know, showing South Africa that 
like some white people can be better, but also like it just goes way back yeah. because some of these things, some of these kids are taught at home. Way back at home. Also showed me a scary video of this little girl lying to her mom about um someone coming into the house and stealing um a snack. And I'm assuming it's a snack her mom told her she can't uh, have. And this little girl's like, yeah, no, this guy came in and he took the snack. And the mom's like, so you're telling me he left the TV, he left the phones, he left the laptop. And all he did, out of all the food he could have taken, he took the snack. And she's like, yes. And then she goes, it was a black man. Imagine. Uh, no, You know what? Like, uh, like, even going, obviously, into the Black Lives Matter conversation, these videos are really making me so upset. I won't lie. Personally, for me, yes. They are like encouraging me to want to do better, to obviously email everything that people are telling us to do to make the situation better as opposed to just reposting and things like that. But yo, like it's making yeah. me so hateful and anyone can quote me. Like it, really it makes is. you so hateful that all these videos that are coming out separately of how white people view us and what they think of us and how they t- what they take us for. Oh my goodness. Like I get so upset at how ignorant most people are. And you're just like, wow, this is just... I don't... And you know what I, I think they don't realize is that we spend our our days and our mornings getting so angry. Yes, we're going on social media and we're choosing to go on social media and you're seeing all of these things. But for them, they can see these things. And if you were excited or happy about something, you can you still have that excitement or feeling mm. carry on within you. For us, we watch these videos and you your mood honestly starts yeah, to switch. Like just and to sometimes when now, you wake up, we yeah. all know it. We it's the first thing, it's the first thing we do. We go on our phones uh, who's saying like sometimes it's the very first thing we're seeing in the morning and I've seen it with myself. I've seen it with Usi. Like we, we become such angry people in the morning because we're watching all of these videos that just are not stopping video after video, next after next, where you're seeing these cases, where you're hearing about these things and especially in the US and the protests and the people being driven over and this black man was, oh my gosh, like it just gets so sad and your day gets consumed with such negative emotions day in, day out. And these people, yes, you may be our friend, our white friends and you're retweeting and you're sharing and all of that, but some of them, your day doesn't get as destroyed as ours. Your mood doesn't change as ours. You're angry for that little bit. And then like, then things like, things, then you're normal and things like that. You can have a normal ride and it doesn't affect you because... All I am is just a friend to you or whatever or someone you're you're sleeping with. But then, like, I, I don't know. Like, I just feel like even when I wanted to ask, wanted us to talk about the conversation of white influencers who I feel like I follow just internationally and in our country don't do enough. Like, I, I'm not saying, like, freaking yeah. rabbit. No, actually, fuck it. Like, speak to your market and let them know that you stand with these people and if they unfollow you it's fucking fine like but you can't allow people to treat other people of another race like like they're dogs and honestly i don't i, exactly. I don't want to like i mean say um like get a uh go to court for this or quote it on it like but i i mean obviously a big influencer that i know in south africa who is jessica uh i just keep checking her stories i mean yes she did post once when i checked her stories but like I wasn't seeing enough of it. I wasn't seeing. Mm, mm, I don't think I mean, there'll ever be enough. And some people like you, you know what you can, and it's her life is continuing like normal, and it's it, it's fine. Like it's you know your life can continue as normal, but literally I won't lie. Like Jessica specifically, as someone I follow on our page and we speak of here on the rewind, 
I personally don't feel like she's doing enough. I don't think she's doing anything to... I mean, the black board thing or whatever, the black Tuesday thing that happened is not it. You guys can just put it on your feed and then that doesn't mean you support. Like, I mean, Carry there's on. people who are like Nadia Jasta who are... If you have the influence, um, uh, Jessica has the influence. She's part of the um, Af- Afrikaans. Um, she's, she's Afrikaans. And then not that she's racist, but then obviously we know the history of apartheid and everything. It's a perfect platform for her to teach those kind of people because there are people who still come from homes that are ignorant and follow her as an Afrikaans girl. So I was wondering, like, do people like that not want to post? Why are they not posting? I'm not, like, to educate people. Like, maybe I'm just Me being never. mad or dramatic, but I'm just like, Nah, I don't yeah. know. Like, I'm not cool with it. Like, with... The thing that makes me sad is that w- the, w- w- we shouldn't be the ones having the conversations exactly. with black people. Like, the problem doesn't lie with us. And I think this yeah. is what you're touching on, is that the the problem lies with the white people, Afrikaans, English, or whatever. They know a lot more racist friends than we yeah. can say we know yeah. from racist friends. Sibabale, do you get what I'm saying? So the conversation needs to be happening with them on their end, on their side. And instead, you're seeing so many conversations of black families and black people sitting down and talking to each other and telling uh, their kids, like, when a policeman says this, say, I will not answer and I will in 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 and stuff like that. You're going to get killed. You can't dress Whereas the people with the real problem are not sitting in their homes with their racist friends and their followers who could potentially be racist mm. as well and saying to them, guys, I do not condone this and I do not stand for this. And if you're going to unfollow me, unfollow me knowing that if you are unfollowing me because I've said this, then you are, you are part, part of the problem. The problem you know? The issue, I saw even a video um, of this guy who was doing a private Snapchat but it's almost, you know, when you like do close friends on Instagram, can't be, it goes on the main page. And he's like, yeah, if these, if these yeah. niggas go around and they um, burn out ta- targets, I'm going to shoot a nigger. I'm going to shoot a nigger. You know, then it went, he was yeah, going to post it on a private thing, almost like close friends. So if Bongani and I are watching it, mm, mm, I mean, mm. and they mustn't act like there isn't people who behave like that. It's a problem that you're allowing people yeah. to tolerate to, to even do that. You're tolerating that behavior from people, even if you. I would rather have people not be a part of my life than be like, even if it's my brother. That's out of hand. This guy said that, and he's like, "Oh, I'm so sorry, guys. I didn't mean for it to come. It was just like like we already joke at this time. In oh, it's just really a heartbreaking. Worst timing ever. And I think, Jengaba, as you touch on that, we should speak about this teacher at college, mm. at Pinnacle College in Kailami. Um, she's a life orientation teacher. Uh, she, uh, so terrible. Her name is Sonia de Fink. Eh? Uh, Vink? Vink, you know, Vink? it's Fink, 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 whatever. <laughs> whatever. Whatever. An mm. LO teacher. Uh, she's in hot water for reportedly threatening to reenact the actions that led to the death of George Floyd on her learners if they did not submit mm. their assignments. Floyd was brutally killed in Minneapolis. We all know mm. the story of George Floyd. So uh, she got outed for it. And now think, keep in mind, ne? Um, this happened in an online class. Um, and she said this to them. Uh, she told pupils during an online conference on Thursday that she would put her knee on their necks and give them a reason to protest. How do you say that to students? Then she issues this apology. I don't want to read it, but I'm going to read it. She says, I'm really sorry, which we know she isn't. You know that Afrikaners often deal with fear and pain Mm, with mm, humor. mm. 
We also try to make a joke of everything and ease pain. I feel terrible about what I said. It was meant to be a joke. I'm not putting down what happened to George Floyd. I do not condone it at all. It is terrible and I believe all lives matter. Mistake number what? 2003. Number one, it shouldn't have happened at all. You guys know me. I am like, how are you going to say? Sh- okay. You know what? You guys know me. I am not racist. I think she, she mis she misspelt the not today. I will never put anyone down. I have shed many tears about Mr. Floyd. Any uh, person okay. killed like that is upsetting. I really didn't mean to sound racist. The Afrikaans saying, it can up your neck. Let what do they think we don't have jokes that we make like you know that video from Pretoria from the kids from Crawford when they're in the car and they couldn't breathe yeah it can't be a joke anymore we can't even you can't yes you can't hashtag George Floyd and put that video and say this is you know yeah I mean like no she can like I this that no it's just really upsetting that I know I don't know like I have no space for people like that Every any influencer, teachers, people like that, she needs to be fired. Is so what she needs to. Do. She that says is, that Afrikaans, and I agree with you. She says that Afrikaans saying, which means I'm going to lay on your neck until you do it, is actually a saying of encouragement. Believe it or not, I'm really sorry. I will never ever agree with anyone being killed in that situation. Please, I feel hurt about you guys thinking that I would ever condone something like that. Imagine. I sincerely apologize for using it in an inappropriate way. I am sorry. I care about all of you and I do and I don't want you to be angry with me. It was a silly, inappropriate joke, but I really didn't mean any harm. I am truly sorry. Please forgive me. Yeah. Guys, maybe yeah, everyone maybe everyone needs a PR team, ne? Yeah, maybe everyone needs a PR team. But I just feel like this or time maybe around, everyone needs uh, common sense. Sure, that's going to be a tough one. It's, gonna take <laughs> it's much easier to get everyone a PR team than common sense. Yeah, mm-mm. common sense. Like the way people think, you're just like, this is absolutely ridiculous. But I'm excited for, like, I just hope like this time, like uh, fees must fall and all those things, we don't give up. Like we, um, I was watching, um, do you know the lady from Seluma Tunzi with the dreadlocks? What is her name again? Uh, um, she won Miss Essay or something as well, ne? Her name's gonna come to me. Kosa lady. Mm, the um, young lady. The lady, the back in the day. Back in the day? Yeah, not now. Like when we were still watching Seluma Tunzi, the lady with the husky nyana. Yes, this is a better one. Oh, you made me, you made me so confused when you say back in the day, back in the day, like 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 you're back in the day. But okay, right, yes. Right, right. Yeah. Thousands wouldn't get it. But yeah. she mentioned something so deep for me when she because what we're also not touching base on here is that she's like obviously crying and like you know what? It's really emotional to be black. Like I've never actually went into deep conversation like this because no one at home here really has social media or knows what's happening in America or yeah. even in the country. Or maybe they choose not to. But then she's like, um, she, we need to not only, uh, we have to protest and do all these things, but like as a black person, you need to not, because sometimes I feel like maybe we, 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 we want something from the white people, I'm paraphrasing, we want something from people to give us and we have all the, 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 the wisdom, the talent or whatever to 
try our best to do whatever we're doing. So for instance, yeah. now you're trying to build your empire with your podcasts and everything. You need to be doing doing that until Bongani can't do it anymore because yes. that's what you owe to yourself, to your ancestors or whatever. That could also be a form of protest, protest because even a video I watched from some girl in America is that when we try to build what we want to do, um, uh, white people always want to just pull all of that underneath our feet, like pull the rug. Uh, when you want to build and own a building, they will burn it down if they want it because they don't want you to ever be on the same level. They want to have what you have. They want you to have what you want. Matter, they must get a piece of it. If they're not getting a piece of it, a black person can't do it on their own. Yeah. So a form of protest is that we need to fully, if it's your talent that you have to put out and become the best bongani that you can be or whatever, that can also be a form of protest. We need to not sleep on ourselves as black people and say, okay, we're going to protest, burn do that or whatever, but we also have to fully show up for ourselves every day. Yes. And you know, know how amazing we are because we can't want anything from these people. You know what I mean? So yeah. I'm just hoping that it, it becomes one of those, isn't Martin, Martin Luther King when he... Um, the protest happened for 380-something days. I think uh, I read. Yeah, but it never stopped. Like, he he died. The man was a PhD, whatnot. Like, commit to it. It mustn't be for hype. Like, and that's what... Cool. Yeah, that's what everyone is saying right now, is that, you know what, it's, uh, it's a game. It's it's a race that is, like, we're not yet done. We're not yet finished. I we're only, like, just fine. getting... We're only, like... Just getting somewhere, just making some sort of difference, but we're not yet yeah. done. Like we're only some people are only waking up to the systemic racism now. Only now they're waking up to it. Uh, Simpio Dana has this beautiful song uh, called Sizo Pumelokshini. And she says when she first came out with that song, a lot of people were against her, like, what the fuck, dude? Like, what's wrong? And Logi she and um etc. 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 And I'm just she was like you know, she wasn't saying that Elokshin is something wrong, but Elokshin is, is not where we were. It's where we were put. Like, we oh, were all over it. this country and they took us from wherever we were and they decided, you guys, that corner, you guys, that corner, you guys, that corner, you guys, that corner. So, like, we need to go out there and just really take back everything and be on that level. And yeah, some like, people don't realize that. Some people, when you speak to them about, about the spatial planning... They just don't get it. They don't understand why don't you leave. But why don't you just leave home earlier? Why don't you just wake up earlier and leave home? Because I have to catch three taxis. And catching why a taxi is not like off? you get into this. Like the minute you walk out of your yard, night taxi, uyankena. You get off, night taxi, uyankena. You get off, night taxi, It's not that simple. And like they, they, they are the walks. They are cues. They are... They get to work earlier, leave later, get the promotion, whatever, and then you're just like still in your taxi arriving in Soweto at night. Exactly. That's why that's why you can leave later because home is 20 minutes away and you're driving yourself. I can't necessarily leave later because guess what? When I get to North at 7 p.m. and it's a little dark, I could be raped and killed. Exactly. So... So, I'm, sorry, I'm going to actually knock off at half past four so that at seven I'm indoors because yes. I have three damn taxis to catch. What, what do you think about, like, you know, you and I being artists and all of us wanted had the dream of, like, the big apple going to America and being... Can I tell you I've let go of that dream, Shem? Uh, that dream for me, I still have it. But honestly, the my arts and my work will get me there. I'm not trying to get there and be... Uh, 
someone on a tourist visa trying to get a work visa trying to like uh i honestly want an agent in south africa i'm working in south africa and then they hook me up with an agent in america and i'm and i mean that still doesn't guarantee my safety do you get what i'm saying yeah i'm, I'm honestly so scared. it like, i used to see it as a place of like oh i could live there and all of that and stuff but i honestly now would rather see it as a place that i go to to work and sometimes vacation and leave uh, like i can watch an ex I mean, we're living in a country where we're black and it's so okay. Like, I mean, we still have the issues that we have, but like being somewhere and knowing that at any time I would not be able to go back to South Africa because I'm going to get killed. That country freaks me out. I'm just like, whoa. It's, it's freaking like no just way. for walk. And it's it's Mm-mm. it's it's why I love that video that you shared. Like mm. just for walking, just for sitting in your house, just for being in the backyard, just for driving your car, mm. just for going for a jog. As long as you're black and you're doing it, there's a freaking danger to that, no and way. you could end up at the end of the day without your life. No ways. Like I'm no. so cool with that. Like I get you if it's work and I'm like going with a team of whatever. Like I'm protected. But I am yeah. not finna go to like America is the last place I want to be. Like that place is oh god, no ways. Anyway, um, yeah, you know what? Yeah, no, I think also it, it this actually wants me to jump off to this new horror movie that Netflix oh, is producing. Ooh, okay. Um, I'm actually not sure of the name of the the horror. Um yeah, uh, but, yeah. but I'll check it out. I'll try find it for us uh, right now quickly. It's premiering on uh, July uh, twenty, uh, July nineteen, June nineteen, here in South Africa. Um, and it's based. They say based on a local folklore. Mm-hmm. So I mean, great, love it. But the trailer is giving a sense of. They're taking, um, and it's what uh, some people are raising on Twitter, is that it seems like they're taking Ubungoma and they're making it this um, uh, very horrific thing. They're taking African spiritual routine, uh, rituals, I nearly said routines, the performer mm. in me, African spiritual uh, rituals, and they seem to be demonifying and making them scary through this horror movie Mm, 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 mm. and you know what i don't want to jump the gun it's actually i don't want to jump the gun it's premiering in 10 days time i don't want to jump the gun but the trailer's really giving me those vibes yes yeah the trailer's giving me those vibes and that is sad if that is the case then it's honestly 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 scared sad a white family in their house being disturbed by this black man and his spiritual things that he's doing and any any nanani like that that it it perpetuates the white versus the other and the them the otherness image of black people and that is sad if that is the content that they're taking out in 2020 there have been many successful horror movies of just a person who is out to kill uh people there have been many successful horror movies of people who are carnivorous eating um not carnivorous but amazimzim um people eating humans humans eating con oh, not carnivores no. cannibals can, cannibals 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 that's i think that's the word i'm yeah. looking for <laughs> that have been scary and so for them to use this white versus black versus african spirituality versus a praying family and like it's very mm, they it's, are playing with very dangerous waters yeah, it's very dangerous waters but i mean also so a lot of comments people saying 
that is too close to home. Like I like scary movies if it's like American white people, whatever they're doing, chasing each other. But like if it's spirituality and things like that, for me that shit freaks me out. Like I don't. Ooh, it's like that salt and what what story, Bongani? Which story? The salt and vinegar thread you sent me on Twitter. Oh yes. Yo, that has life changed in a minute. <laughs> Like, I mean, there's a yes. lot of things as a South African I don't take for granted. So, but for me, yes. I'm excited for us to watch it so that we can have a review and, and talk yes. about all those things that you're mentioning. Because, yeah, I mean, our television and all those things, people need to start thinking. I don't know. But the I mean, what would have been so wrong of having like cannibals chasing this family, you yeah. know, and the cannibals aren't black, the cannibals aren't colored. Yeah. And it's they just pale skins and pale faces chasing things. after. Yeah, you know, like looking like zombies or something like that. You know, like this whole thing, I don't know. I don't know. And I think definitely a review is definitely what we need to do. We need to watch it and review it. The movie, the movie is called Eight. It's South Africa's first horror, according to, um, well, not first horror. It's a, a, a major horror in South Africa, according to Netflix, coming out on June 19th on Netflix. So we're going to watch it. I get a point. No, definitely watching it. Um. I'm excited, but I won't lie. When I was watching it, I was like, the standard of these shots are fucking amazing. Like, yes, I was like, yes. so good. Like, I wanted to hate on it, like, already, because people were giving it hate, comments and stuff, but I was like, what? These shots, everything was amazing. I hope the movie is, like, just as amazing and not just, like, the the cuts. No, but the shots were really amazing. Everything looked really good. Yeah. I want to see, I want to also comment on the acting and just, like, break it down, like, fully, properly. But it's a really... I'm excited for that one. Um, there's something you mentioned. Can we actually read some of the tweets that are put underneath here? Um, at Itumeleng underscore B says, Itumeleng Banda says, give South African filmmakers a good budget and watch them show off. I love to see yeah. it. And Netflix respondent says, bless you. Um, this, um, uh, who's this? Lockenville, the twins, the musicians said, this looks great. Shoni, uh, Shoni uh, at Miss underscore DP says, um, oh, she didn't say anything. She tagged someone. Uh, be confident. Be confident. Oh, that's a that's a smart one. At be confident. Um, says SA is producing world class content, and we love it. Uh, and here is someone at Andiso Butele Five mm. says, "Little white boys and girls are gonna watch this and think we pray to demons, and then they'll be racist for having these views." But it was Netflix who put these ideas in their heads. But I'm just an angry black man. Don't pay attention to me. And I think that is very true. The media really does control and make sure that there's a certain narrative that's pushed. That's why when KPMG was falling, all we kept seeing is the pictures of the new black CEO they hired to to fix that mess. But all that corrupt mess was done by white people before her. And now they are gone and they have been fired and they've been found to be doing fraudulent activities. So KPMG then hired a black female and all the newspaper articles kept on using her picture when they spoke about the KPMG mess saga, all of the newspaper cycles and everything on social media. So let's not fool ourselves into believing that there is no agenda out there. Mm, there's always a- Let's not fool ourselves. Let's not fool ourselves. Mm, yo, wow. That's nice observation then. I was, yeah, I was actually thinking, I think maybe this might be the perfect time to get into casting news and speak about new shows and all of those things that are coming up since we are speaking about the Netflix horror and all of that stuff. Okay. 
So first and foremost, it seems like Jaimon Hansu, if you remember him, Kimora Lee's ex-husband, oh, yeah. he'll be starring in a brand new SA series. Um, it's a thriller premised in Mzansi, and uh, it's about the agreeing to uh, it's about South Africa agreeing to hand over its enriched uranium stockpile, but some of it ends up missing. Jaimon Hansu will play the lead. Mike Nklovo. So it seems like the series will feature a lot of South African actors and um, it is created by Kiptonian Thierry what? Thierry Casuto. Eh guys, I didn't call any band. If I put his name. <laughs> but Bunta, how do you feel about this? An American actor once again coming to South Africa in a South African story playing a South African lead and South African actors are asked to audition for second best. Yeah, I mean, like, it's a problem. Like, it's something I also feel with Afropunk because every year when we do it, we have this hype and obsession with somebody else having a headline. And I'm saying, like, why does why don't your Zomu Dikas or Kanisamazwai or go... Simply done headline. And then uh, your Solange, those people come and whatever. We praise these people too much. Like we spoke on the review, like uh, Manda M did a freaking brilliant job. That, that movie gave yes. me so much hope to that. Like, you know what? We can do it ourselves. And if there's a market here, whatever, the people will jump on. The internet is wide and like crazy. If you have a market here and you're pushing mm. your own people, but like now, Already now with the lockdown, some people are not even getting money. People are not eating. People don't have rights. Mara, now we take somebody who's rich for America for hype. I'm just like, guys, I mean, that's... And the thing is, the thing is that these American mm. people, they don't decrease their budget because it's an African mm. production. Like, if I'm an American actor and I get a r- offer to do a role and it's not where I live, first of all, production must pay for my travel arrangements. That is already in the contract. And then B... I've got rates. So whatever my rates are, I'm going to give, if you need to convert them to euros, you need to convert them to rands or rupees, whatever it is, you will convert them. And that is the amount mm. I need. I'm very sure. Oh, Jaimon. My mom calls me mm. Digimon. Oh, Jaimon didn't, um, what you call this, lower and say, oh, is it is it happening in South Africa? Okay, give them, give them a, a 30% yeah, discount. Yeah, I don't yeah, think yeah, that happens. <laughs> <laughs> Now, I'm sure you must remember him. He did um, Blood Diamond. He was in Blood Diamond uh, and he did a phenomenal job then. So he's been on African soil, South African soil, and he's acted here before. But I'm just very disappointed in that this is a South African produced show and it's got a South African writer and producer and all of that. It's set in South Africa and the lead the lead guy, Omaikun Trofu, is going to be given to an American. Oh, well, I mean, he is of African descent. I don't think he's fully, I think he's half something African. Yeah, but I mean, that also sure doesn't mean who can Hamilton Lamini? Why could Hamilton not Lamini not play Michael Clover, you know? And let Abu Jaimon come in. Dude, how Manja ended yeah. it with lockdown, where he had to Tachina come in and play a what you call this, a cameo role. And she featured in the series and her storyline ended and she left. I think I like that collaboration in South Africa, especially if you're telling South African stories or creating a world that is based and set mm-hmm. in South Africa. But then to have the, the lead of the damn production be an American entertainer I think they completely missed the mark on this one I want to watch it I'm going to watch it but I honestly would prefer it had I seen uh, an Atandwa Kani or something maybe Atandwa might be too young for this role but but there are people who are like more than fit 
those roles. Yes. Like do a whole search. Let us audition. Let us do a cattle call and let us audition every and any actor come through. We're casting Michael Jovo and do a whole competition out of it. I don't know, whatever. But like I really would have appreciated a South African guy play the South African lead and we said just like blood and water, you know? Mm-mm-mm. No, I definitely like it. We'll see. I mean it's gonna give us a lot to review it on and do it on a more of a technical thing because I know I'm inserting business meeting here, but like CNZ acting is going. We can touch base on everything when we do our. So another new show that is coming. Well, it's not a new show that is a new show. It's coming back. It was first launched in 2018. Housekeepers with Tando Tabete. It is led by Tando Tabete. It's written. It's written. It's written by Boja Kumete. Um, she also wrote Sokulu and Partners, and I forgot the other. Oh, I think she did uh, Four Play Six Tip for Girls as well. She actually even starred in it. And in 2018, Housekeepers was her brainchild. And back in that cast, uh, the uh, very beautiful and happy belated Connie Chuume, who just turned 60. She was in the first cast as well as the Kona Sotaga. But now it seems like they have changed um, the cast. But Tando Tabete is staying as her role. Now, I really love it when series do this. I love anthology series where every season is something different, a different story. But I love this one in that the family is different, but we've still got that thread of Tando Tabete's character. And I think this might be the show that made her um, quit. Ah, like, you know, I got money. So she's not longer in radio at all. No, she's no longer in radio. I mean, she gave us that long explanation saying that... um, they changed the show's lineup and everything like that. But I think she, when her thing is, she had requested some time off to go oh, shoot, so, uh, yeah, to work yeah, on yeah. her acting career. And they said no. And then afterwards, she was like, okay, fine. Then next thing you know, she's being replaced without them saying anything. And the show's going to have a new person and everything like that. I don't know if it was Housekeepers or if it was a movie that she was going to be shooting. But um, it could very well be this. Like, all of a sudden, she's not working at five. And now Housekeepers season two is back. Like, I think there's a connection there. Um, I loved the show when I watched it at first. It was uh, a great idea. And this time, um, it seems as though it's going to be um, a little bit more interesting. They say the new season will bring viewers a new spark, new faces and drama. A feisty new detective begins connecting the dots and realizes that all evidence points to the protagonist, Ulinda, who was played by Tando Tabete, who did a, an amazing job, if you ask me. To make matters worse, Linda is drawn into a sizzling romance, but when she soon discovers the full extent of her lover's macabre plans and an unbelievable hidden story, everything spirals out of control. A host of stunning familiar faces for, form part of Housekeeper's delicate cast, who brings this gripping local story to life. The elegant Olile Chabalala, she uh, was um, on what you call this, um, Blood and Water. She played um, Fix's mom mm-hmm. on Blood but and I Water. Also, yeah, it's, it's an exciting so, time in South Africa. There's so a lot of shows happening. And a lot of employment. So yeah, I'm there excited. are a lot of shows happening. Yeah, so she's going to be playing a matriarch called Nolin Gubane. There's also going to be Losha Cooper on this, Tembiso SK Koza, as well as um, Nimrod Nkosi. So I'm very excited to see this one. It's going to be uh, coming out on the 15th of June on Mzansi Magic, 15th of June at 8 p.m. I'm glad that, you know what, like if something like that and you're like, you know what, I don't need this, it's fine, I'm going to go. Because it's not just um, 5 of M, it's also with SABC when... 
things are just done like okay you're told that your, your stock's going to change the morning or if it's not the morning they fired you but you don't know or some people even find out on false page that oh this show is cancelled and you're like oh okay um, okay, cool. So I think this one, uh, I'm really interested to hear about what, what, what you think with this one. Uh, Trending SA is coming back. Uh, the social media commentary show is being resurrected, but it's not going to have its original host. So Pabi Malloy, Nina Hasty, Kuli Roberts, and Musam Tombeni are not going to be part of the show. What do you think about this? You know, I feel like I am on like some fake TV show. Hey, are you still there? I'm there. <laughs> I'm listening oh. to <laughs> No, um, I don't know. Like, it's just like it's it's an exciting time because it's giving other people opportunities, especially yeah. what you gave me on that thing. Because I mean, wh- what really picked up Phil's career was him being a commentator on like current affairs on analyst show. So yes. it's a, it's it's a exciting exciting time to see what will happen in the industry. Yeah, I hear yeah. what you're saying. I also can't wait to see who it will be. And I really hope that they give like someone who's relatively unknown, like some sort of a platform, like have three celebrities that we know and have someone who's got like feisty energy and who's just really great. Maybe they work on a community radio station, go somewhere <laughs> on the rewind. I was actually saying to Punta when I saw the story that her and I should submit some demos of this show and submit ourselves and say, hi, <laughs> could we please join the panel? <laughs> please, we just want to, you know, have you submitted your video? Uh, no. Uh, what, are they looking for people? No, I'm just saying I would do it just for fun. No, I was saying you and I must submit a video together, not individually. They should see us together and then we must be like, okay, these two are definitely on the seat. Now we're looking for two more people. Then they can get two other celebrities and then we can all just sit there and laugh and have a good time, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think like just talking and commenting on things is like things I like. But I think what worries me the most is that... um, what is very scary is I keep thinking to myself, um, when they have when they call me for a TV show or something like that, I do not have clothes to wear. I'm gonna need to say to them, Tell I think penny advance your salary. I mean you're taking yeah. because... costume. So wait, don't they give like costume budget? Well, I don't know. Sometimes they really do save by just saying to them, dress yourself. And that's when you need to be smart and maybe go find a designer and say, okay, listen, Mm. I'm on a show every night. I will post a picture of what I'm wearing before the show starts. And I'll post the picture again when the show ends. um, Get me outfits to wear. And maybe that might help you. But sometimes, I think especially in South Africa, you can't honestly hold your breath. Do you think Bana Bole, Bana, wait, do you think Bana Bale Bote Bako crazy? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they had outfits for them or do you think i think these people just came with their own damn so they outfits have money and at home to buy sneakers i'm assuming you are well, that's a lot of money to be wearing jordans every day where does the costume design but etv probably has more money than sabc yeah but i mean like i don't know i really think some of these shows they ask you it's as simple as that like when i did um when i did my stint at tv mall we got there and they had asked us to bring our own things but they did have clothes but that was just in case what you brought wasn't up to standard then they can be like okay here's a shirt but i they didn't have like you get there and they're like okay here's your outfit put it on and go on type of vibe you know yeah and then what did you have to do did you pick um i was just presenting 
Does that mean like did you pick an outfit or did you was your outfit fine? No, there was there was a costume guy there. He was doing makeup and costume, so he was like, oh, okay, no, I think this. Shit, what products are you doing? Okay, I think this shirt will be better. So take this shirt. Uh, my shirt wasn't up to standard, clearly. Because <laughs> I was wondering, like, um, it's not like you're obsessed with fashion or anything, but like, if you're put on the spot, like, okay, Bongani, we don't have a costume person. Can you handle your own costume? How would you feel about that? I would ask them for an advance because uh, <laughs> i need to <laughs> i would ask them for an advance and then i call you and i say please come with usi and i and let's go to the stores and let's make me look good please yeah, please <laughs> no, and I- then i'll put some money aside in the budget for like a custom outfit from neo serati yeah, or yeah, yeah, yeah. a young denzel or something yeah. like that you know uh, 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 no definitely I think the other great news that we need to speak of in terms of casting is um, radio castings and people who have new radio shows. Mm. One of which is uh, Karabon Chueng. She is on 5FM. She's going to be doing early mornings with Karabo. Uh-huh. 4 to 6 a.m. Monday to Friday. Mm-hmm. I mean, well done to her. She said over here, uh, my new radio home, thank you so much for the warm welcome. So excited and so overwhelmed. Shoo. So. Wow. Uh, I guess before five, what's the other station that's not five? 95, nine, 94. 947, 947. Yeah. I think she was on 947 before five. Like doing the graveyard slot. Yeah. Well, not all the graveyard slots. I think she did the weekend slot or something like that. I know Hulisani is also on one of them. Hulisani went from Capricorn and I think now she's on 947 as well. Yeah, 947. Yes. So, Garabo's doing early mornings. I mean, kudos to her. Right now in radio, um, early morning slots are usually, um, what you call this, five till nine. So, for her to have that one hour to compete with major radio stations in terms like mm. um, Anele and, and DJ Ankle Tap on Y, and I'm not sure who does Kaya and all of those other things. Mm. But um, it's at least it's not graveyard, graveyard, like, three to four or three to five like it is a good five yeah, to six yeah. so people will be catching her voice yeah she will she will um make it like to the slot she wants like she's working hard towards that yeah no she definitely is another person who's also working hard is Sizwe Lomo. he is, is joining he really the home like of the afropolitan is he just connected I'm just asking. Hey, that, uh, when, when you've got grown men calling you Khrutman and they twirl in for daddy, they <laughs> <laughs> guess you're working really hard. That's true. That's true. That's true. Okay. Okay. I'm just checking. So he's going to be joining Kaya FM on the 6th of July. So Kaya said the most fascinating thing about working with Sizwe will be our ability to explore the length and breadth of the Afropolitan's interest, knowledge, and achievements across many disciplines, including science, the arts, economics, fashion, current affairs, and more. His handle on music and passion for Africa and the dias- and the diaspora and the diaspora is yet to be fully experienced. Sometimes comrade. <laughs> um, our focus will be on how we continue to shift the cultural need with the view of a reflection in five years' time mm. on how much further we and our people have moved. I think it would be very interesting. He says over here, I'm very excited to be joining the Kayafim family. Working under the tutelage of Greg Maloka is something that I regard as an honor and a privilege. I am looking forward to engaging with Kaya listeners as we drive the station and our country into the future 
well said his show is going to be uh in the afternoons i think it's going to be hmm, Mara, is it three to six yeah i didn't check it's a good slot i think it's three to six oh that's a good slot Yeah, it's a very, very good slot. And I mean, all the best for him. All the best for him. And hopefully the Kaya audiences will accept him. Pelam Zansi is very vocal nowadays. When people don't want something or someone, they're just like, no, thank you. No, not going to happen. They tweet, they do whatever they need to do. And they make sure that their voices are heard in them saying, no, thank you. Mm-mm-mm. No, I'm definitely with you. That is exciting. I mean... I'm I'm happy that they put him like you know when people have influence and connections and then they just want to be squeezed in. I love that Cesar Ramos' brand is that he doesn't like and um downplaying him. He won't be in a place where he doesn't thrive or shine or be his best self. So even with that, with that show, because I don't know exactly what he's what show he's doing, but then makes sense for his brand. Like that's something I know he would. He will. And I mean, he started out um, in the broadcasting yeah. industry really as one of the first people to win MTV's pre- presenter search. He was the first person to win, to win MTV's presenter search. So he is still in that very lane that which he occupied and mastered when he was the first one yeah. to represent Africa on MTV's um, platform. Yes, 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 definitely. But I get a influence. That show... A newsroom Africa or whatever is he not part of the board people? Yeah, I think like he's part of the founders or the creators or he something like that. Serious, like it's not even just about talent anymore for Caesar. Like he's got hands and money into the industry. I mean, like let me just keep quiet because I don't want him to come. For you. <laughs> he won't come for you, but when you're stating the truth, oh, why would he come he for you when you're stating the truth? For anything, like your arms. <laughs> That's the only person I could ever go. Him, yeah. him and his hurt men. Yo, no, no, not them. They like pop. They're just poor boys. Like not even poor, like financially, but like poor. Like they just say, what is that? Like what is this thing of them being fan gelling for this man? Like this guy can never be wrong. Cesar Tomo can never say anything. Wrong. Never. So yeah, yeah. It's just boring. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. So I think we need to speak about um Cheddar pictures. So if you don't know, now you know that Cheza Pictures produces um, The River and they had to shut down because uh, one of their crew members tested positive for COVID-19. Mm-hmm. Patu Makwarela, who's one of the co-producers of the show, The River, said, after, rec- after I received the news of, uh, of the colleague testing positive, we immediately asked the cast and crew that came into contact with the member to go into self-isolation. They will soon avail themselves to health authorities for testing in line with guy- with government directives. Um, he also went on to, oh, okay, and uh, the channel director of local entertainment on Mnet says, we have contacted the production team in order to assure them of our support. Our understanding is that ever since uh, they resumed production, the production team implemented all necessary health precautions to ensure the safety of cast and crew. No more than what now more than ever, we need to show compassion to our fellow brothers and sisters, and we would like to wish the affected member of the production team a speedy recovery. Listen, I'm honestly saying if they are saying that only the people who came into contact with that person must go home, then I'm very worried if that is the strategy they took. I am very worried because this thing is an exponential graph. 
I touch one person, you touch two people, those two people have now touched four people, those four have touched eight, eight, sixteen, and so on and so forth. So for you to say, oh, only the people who came into contact oh, with that person. Just yes, of people don't come. Exactly. But like, I mean, Ubongi might have spoken to Ujek from Sound, you know, and Ubongi might not might Ubongi might not be the one who's positive, but she came into contact with the person who was. And I'm not saying I want them to lose money, but I think everyone should have been told to yeah, go home. Uh-uh. But also, is this like um the river is the one with the Fergusons? No, the river is the one with Cindy Latu and um the drama with the influencer. Uh, winning over the veteran, the oh, one okay, okay, okay. on that one, so yes. The, the, the Ferguson's um, don't have a foot in that one, no. They are, remember, uh, they are what you call this, um, like associate producers in terms of they give Patu and Chedza Pictures advice and they maybe might work together on a few episodes here and there, but you, usually they're just giving them guidance and advice and advising them and all mm, of that, yeah. I think, like, if they don't, if they're not careful. It's gonna, like you're saying, it's gonna spread more quicker and whatever. Then now, just you know, retaining and putting everyone like maybe 14 day quarantine. And if the people are like, if people are tested when they're back and they're tested and they're fine, then you can continue with production. But if they let the people come, everyone's gonna get sick and then literally it's gonna be shut down for the rest of the year until everyone else is fine. And I mean, at the beginning of this, they kept saying that Corona sits long on metal yeah. surfaces, like that's why you shouldn't touch door handles, etc. etc. So, like a crew deals with metal all the time. So to say, Uguti, just the people who came into contact with that one person were all acting around these cameras. And yes, the actors might not be leaning on the cameras during cuts and takes and stuff like that. But like, it's all there, you know? Even air conditioning comes into play when it comes to uh, things like corona and stuff like that. Mm, 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 mm. That is true. I mean, you know what, Bongani, these are things that we can't help or even advise them, we will see that what we can do regarding our own business and like learn from their mistakes and try and implement them. Because I guess exactly. it's easier to say, hey, hey, Luna, in, 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 in. I mean, I guess like, I mean, it's general knowledge to say, let's as opposed to like a freaking when, if everyone is sick and there's the virus just, that analogy was ridiculous, but like <laughs> doing it in Benang. <laughs> even i was like where is she going with this one <laughs> but what i'm saying is like rather deal with, with it small before it like goes wild spreads like wildfire. exactly and i think i think and i think every telling everyone to not show up to work would have been dealing with it small because if you're going to say okay who touched jack okay who Walk next to Jack. Okay, who? So everyone, uh, that's not going to work. That is not going to work. Like, you don't know how this thing moves and you don't know who caught it just simply from walking past Jack, let alone touching Jack or speaking to Jack. But anyways, I think we can cast our eyes and direction to a different soapy, Rhythm City. Um, It seems like some interesting things have happened for the actress Mbali Zakwe who portrays Cindy Swa. Uh, and Eve Hasimeni, who portrays Diki on the ETV drama, um, which is very, 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 very interesting. So the actress has allegedly got into an argument with a complex take- caretaker, caretaker, mm. caretaker. 
Of loud music, according to a report by Sunday World, they were charged with assault and attempt to cause grievous bodily harm. Khasmeni, speaking to the publication, said that on the day of the incident, she was celebrating her birthday at her sandwich apartment, and the caretaker at around 12 p.m. came to tell them to switch the music off as it was too loud. The actress told Sunday World that she refused to switch off the music as asked by the caretaker, as the complex rule state stipulated that tenants cannot play loud music from 10 p.m. The caretaker then left the apartment and allegedly cut off the electricity supply. I then took a shambok and went to his office. Mbali followed me. We, When we arrived in the office, the woman who works with the caretaker started filming Bali. That's when hell broke loose, explained mm. Khasimeni. Bali tried to remove the camera from her face and the fight ensued between them. That's when we started shambokking them. <laughs> This sounds like a toast with my lady story. The caretaker, <laughs> the caretaker punched me, grabbed the shambok from me, and started beating me with it. Khasimene and Zakwe are currently out on bail and have laid counter charges. What in the if and if if what is going on? I mean, like, I mean, I this caretaker is wrong to switch off electricity like that. If the rules say they can play loud music until 10 p.m., then they can play loud music until 10 p.m. He can ask them to turn it down because it's yeah. too loud, but he cannot then go switch off the electricity just because he finds the music loud and he's the caretaker and he's no, allowed to do as he pleases. That is actually is against it? the law. Yes, you can't just do that. Like, they can literally... They can like they can they can go open a case with like these um um tribunals and things like um lo- residential apartment tribunals or whatever stuff like that because in all honesty he the, if the rules state that your music must be turned off at ten p.m. and it was twelve p.m. and the music is loud then she's allowed to have her music loud if it says no loud music from after ten then if it's twelve that is a full ten hours before ten why is he telling her to switch the music off. It's a really tough one, but it is shambok or like now. Yeah, also libona by extra man shambok. Like that's a bigger mess now. Like it's just like yeah, it is a bigger mess. And I mean, it's what you were saying earlier. Like one must, you must just buy yourself a plot of land, get yourself a damn yeah, house. I mean, and if we can't afford it, like I mean, I know it's not easy. Like for black people, to afford that what to atimara guys, maybe rentang din to as the cast member, and then you can do what you want to do wherever in. The south of Joburg or Pitora North. I don't know, but I'm just like, exactly. Don't I mean that is just wild. Now look, her scan it's a scandal and it looks like she's it's just messy. It's not good. It's oh, not good. And sure. for the both of them, it's yeah. not good. And it comes back not looking good for the show, which comes back not looking good for the channel. And now everyone's gonna look at you like how oh, away. Now why were you doing that? Oh hey, 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 let's get a shampoo. Wow, that's wild. But hey, this is South Africa. Uh, uh, South Africa. This is South Africa. Huh? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> was that one too much of a force? No, it wasn't a force. Love it. it. Like, Love that. it. Are we going there? So speaking of this is South Africa, we must actually speak about, um, do you want to speak about Paul Tusi or Jacob Zuma first? No, it's King. Okay, Jacob Zuma, let's just talk about him because I don't even understand why no, it's just so weird, this Jacob Zuma thing. So, Jacob Zuma's uh, fiancé, non Kanyeso Tong, have yeah. called it quits. It seemed like this happened last year. She's 25 years old, and this year she started deleting pictures of him 
on her Instagram account. Mm. Now, it seemed like it started getting attention when uh, she put up a post about Jacob Zuma being an absent father because they say they share a two-year-old son. Um, but she later on went to, went to say that, no, he's not a deadbeat father. Um, she just regards herself as a single mother, but uh, she defended him saying that he does make some time for her and their son when the opportunity arises. So he was, she was staying all the way in Belito in Durban. Now, if you know anything about Durban, you know that Belito is, <laughs> it's the, it's the Bel Air Malibu of, um, Durban. But wait, why is. is she not living with the other wives? Because it's a fi- she was a fiance, but I, you'd also think that she, was, sh- by then, she should be, especially if they have a child. Yeah, she should be at Ganja with all the other wives as well. You know, yeah, I, w- I would pro- prolong it as quick, like as as long as I, as possible. I wouldn't want to go to Ganja immediately. So, do you think that's what she did? Yeah, imagine now you must already be like, do they work like wives or do they have helpers? Uh I don't know actually. I really don't know. Mina Angna so is Tembu. Anga Zenkiye in Ganja. Yeah. Yeah, but Tembu's for rich people. But it seemed like uh she the home was rented in Polito. Mm. Hey, that's not so it seems like yeah, yeah. yeah, she's it seems like she left last year already. So this is not anything that's really new. Um She'd been living with her mother in Eastern Cape ever since. The split was put under wraps. Nongkanyiso received a strong warning from the Zoomers that she must not reveal the separation to avoid media attention. Imagine. Oh, eh, well, president. Papa Ola, like, already he thinks that's media attention, that there's a split, as opposed to you're not dating that girl. I mean, I have no- nothing against <laughs> men and stuff, but... Oh, what? I hear what you're saying. Like, there was already media attention when they were dating, and that was the worst media attention. So, like, the split, what more harm can it can do? It do so, like, you're, I know. Shem. So, Queen Sono, Queen Sono, Queen Pearl Tusi. Yeah? Has come under fire on Twitter. When did she never? She. Like, when are, okay, when are people never coming for Pearl Tusi? Yeah, that's also very true. She tweeted. Killing African nationals that reside in South Africa is something I will never defend. Defending borders drawn by colonizers will never be something I limit myself with. Hmm. And a lot of people were just like, what the fuck is she saying? <laughs> like, people are just like, no, 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 Pearl Tusi. And they were coming forward for saying that. Um, someone, you know her, actress Mokoto M says, this is false. People are facing different challenges in their countries. Yes, South Africa is not perfect. Far from it, but there are countries far worse than South Africa. Uh. Another person saying, um, so awesome, at Lunga Shabalala says, we are all entitled to our own views. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Another person, oh, so I think Mahoto was responding to someone who was coming for Pearl Tusi. Um, another person, Captain Essay, says, when they're killing, robbing, and terrorizing South Africans, nobody says a thing. When Essay retaliates, it's self-hate, xenophobia, Afrophobia. We won't be silenced, actually. We've just started. Hashtag put South Africans first. I don't like people with mentalities like that. Um, then this person at Abuti West says, South African citizens telling the South African government to enforce the law and put its citizens first. Ingenapi is xenophobia slash self-hate slash killings lapumar. Put South Africans first. So I think this might be in response to how the government is treating, um, what you call this, um, foreign nationals now during this crisis. And 
people are busy saying no like okay yes they're going through it and we're all going through it but like make sure there's beds for south africans before there are beds for people who might be here illegally which i think is a very disgusting argument um we're all humans and the entire human race is facing this, whether you are African or not African. So someone here, Jan van Riebeck posted on uh, Twitter, on, on Facebook. I think this is a fake um, yeah. account because I, the name says Jan van Riebeck, but the, yeah, but the profile picture says, has Bob yeah. Marley. Um, it says South African celebrities are fakes and hypocrites scrambling for gigs and status under any means possible. They are all quiet over Bill Gates, COVID-19 and its inconsistencies and lethal vaccines coming because they all wished, uh, all they wished was to be appointed ambassadors of the fake virus. Little did they know the people stopped Idris Alba right at the beginning. They stopped him right there. Now a certain Floyd Chivambu from America is, uh, uh, a Floyd, oh, George Floyd from America is killed. They come out of hiding again, hoping to be appointed ambassadors of the fake campaign against racism. We know that uh, that George, we know that George Soros uses celebrity. You know what? I'm not even sure what this person's <laughs> argument is. Can you please forgive me for reading this? I'm not going to pay this person any more time. No, but you know what? I'm also thinking, like, it's obviously the conversation we've had where, um, as fans, we also need to check ourselves because doesn't mean because you have the platform you have to have a, a say like for instance I'm, and it, it doesn't always mean it has to be negative yeah, also be negative. You know? i don't have to even but if i if i'm using my free speech free what what because i remember earlier you even said someone who's like yeah your guys's arguments you're posting trying to be woke but your comments are not even backed with information and research and whatever and i'm like you know number yes. one some people are not trying to be like the philanthropists they're not trying to be research majors they're not trying to even know exactly the dates of things or whatever. They just want to have a comment like you're doing. It's your fault for putting them exactly. on a pedestal to say, Peltusi should have common sense. There's a lot of people who don't have common sense or people who don't have this. If you're putting her there and saying she must be the role model, she must be your 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 new age, um, what's this, uh, Winnie Mandela or something like that. People yeah. don't. You guys are the ones who give them the power and the responsibility to be those things. It doesn't mean because he's Casper, he needs to say something smart or oh damn because he didn't finish matric or whatever. I feel like it's it's us giving these people so much. Like it's almost like what you mentioned with Mitali. Like sometimes she's like, yeah. I gotta, I gotta give a role model. I'm living my life and you guys have plans exactly. for days. You know what I mean? So exactly. And I think also um, RuPaul also once said uh, himself that. People are now reading for offense. Yes. Like people aren't just reading to take you in or try to understand your viewpoints. They're reading to find that one that one word you or misused break down or and, something. Yeah, they just reading to find something wrong. And I think the same thing is what happened with Paul Tusi in this mm, moment. Mm, mm, definitely, hundred percent. I think. I think. We can end it on some good news. Universal Music Group launches Def Jam Africa, signing Casper Nyoves and Boiti and a whole lot more. Such, such good news, man. Um, Def Jam Africa is a new label division to represent local talent and follow the blueprint of iconic Def Jam recordings label. I think Def Jam, Def Jam, Kiabo, Grivran, Ran Simmons, and all of those people. That's a Jay-Z. Jay-Z, Rock Nation. Def Jam. But I think they, they get distribution by Universal. But I think uh, yes, Def Jam is Rev Run, is Run Simmons and Russell Simmons and all of those guys. I think one of the owners recently passed away. Wait, sorry. I was just... Am I correct? Recording is an, Amer- is an American recording label focused on predominantly hip-hop, whatever. 
pregnant, uh, pregnant, uh, parent organization. Paul Roseberg is the CEO. Oh, okay, okay. Rick Rubin, Russell Simmons, you're right. Oh. So founders Rick Rubin and Russell, Hub- uh, Russell Simmons. Okay, yes, yeah, definitely. Def Jam, yes. So they're building an Africa division. Um, it's going to follow the iconic Def Jam recording labels. The label will initially be based in Johannesburg, South Africa and Lagos, Nigeria, but it will identify and sign artist talent from across the entire continent. It will be supported and by dedicated NR marketing, creative and digital teams from the Universal Music Group teams both in Nigeria and South Africa and get this, and will report to Seaport Lamini, MD of Universal Music, Sub-Saharan Africa and South Africa. Now, if you don't know who Seaport Lamini is, hopefully you know his wife, Leanne Lamini. She did that song, Deal With It, Deal With It. I'm not going to sing it on the show. (laughs) But um, he is very big in the music industry and um, he has done great stuff. Well, I mean, if you're running a Universal Music's Sub-Saharan Africa division, you're the MD, then clearly you're doing some great stuff. Uh, it says here, the label launches with a flagship roster that includes some of the most influential, successful, and followed African talent, including Boiti, Casper Nyoves, Larry Gaga, I think, from Nigeria, Nadia Nakaina, DC, Teho, Telemann, uh, Rick Tyler, and Victor from Nigeria. Earlier this year, it was announced that South African rapper Nasty C will release his forthcoming Nasty album. Nasty really? Nasty C will release his forthcoming album, Zuluban, with some power in partnership with Def Jam Recordings in the US during summer 2020. Other forthcoming releases on Def Jam Africa include singles from Rick Tyler, Boiti, Nasty C, Nasty C, Telemann featuring Alpha P, Victor, Casper Nyovest, and Tejo. Forgive me, Ponatejo, for calling Nasty C. Yeah, I mean, that's great news. Like, I'm excited for um, them taking in more people. Like, it's just like, this is just like the tip of the iceberg. Like, uh, we hope we get signed also there by the peoples. Exactly, not to you, man, you know? Like, <laughs> I'm a music feature. I'm interview with Abantu Bakon. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's proper news. I think we're going to leave it there for the rewind. Let's take a bit of a break and let's get back into Word on the Street. Come on! Word on the Street. Here we go again. Um, the first thing I got was was as a as Savannah, and it it huh? <laughs> it tasted like saxophone music, if I could put it like. That. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it tasted like saxophone music. Yeah, this is the job. Hey, it's Lulu. Well, I haven't bought a drink per se, but I've been thinking about the first time I go out and the first drink that I'm going to buy is a gin and tonic mug from Tokyo Jiro. That thing is going to be heaven and I cannot wait for it. Gin and tonic seems to be uh, quite a favorite on the show, hey? Mm, mm, mm. Oh, Mara. I... Hey, Mara, I feel like that will last longer. 
as opposed to you know actually i agree with you i'm thinking of um i was watching um you know erin you know i love her on youtube and mm. she was doing a day in the life and she was showing us um her chilling at her sister's place and they were there making strawberry um margaritas oh, or something like that uh. And I was just thinking to myself, you know what? Maybe, maybe I should actually do that. Maybe I should, because I love a Long Island. Let me just buy all the ingredients for a Long Island and just always have them here. Yeah. And whenever I feel like a drink, instead of doing a savanna, even in this Long Island, in Pumain, no, but you, you love know? savanna. But savanna keep it for like. You know that day when you're like, your work was intense? Because it always gives you that thing. It's almost like how people, when they drink Coke, and they always feel good. So have your yeah. but It mustn't be your everyday drink. But like, yeah. when you had it that day at work, you're like, well, when I, the only thing is a savannah. Yeah. Then you have it in the fridge. Well, I think the one thing I'm thinking about is longevity right now. I think I would go through a savannah a lot quicker than I would go through... Um, yeah, yeah, yeah the yeah. cocktails of because i looked at a recipe and it once i once i was done with the recipe it says serves for four and the most thing it had was like 50 milliliters of each like of the rum 50 milliliters of the vodka and etc etc and it says serves for four mm. and it had like 500 milliliters of coke and i thought to myself well if i'm just using 50 milliliters of the vodka and 50 milliliters of the rum and like is all last that like the most i need is half a liter of coke to make this drink and it's still i can get four glasses out of it i think then i mean why the hell not you know so mm-hmm. i think i'm gonna follow that strategy uh maybe uh gin and tonic should be the one because it will last as well since no, our listeners yeah, seem to be talking a lot about gin and tonic. <laughs> Unsa, when, what did you buy? I didn't buy anything. I'm at home. Oh, you just My you just had a Savannah. Home. So yesterday when I was uh, with Unsa, um, uh, when we were done filming, we went to um, look for stands. Like, you know, in Amman's Club, they give out stands and stuff. So oh, really? We, so we went with her sister. Then we, her sister was already at the stand, like where they were going to start a business or something. So she had hmm. a Savannah for days. Oh my goodness. I had a savannah first and it was good. And then I had a brutal fruit also. I think before I left, I had a brutal fruit. Bingy. Nice. But also, like when I got home. As before, Sipo, have you joined the chat? Have you joined the WhatsApp <laughs> conversation? Oh, it was so nice. Hey, like, I didn't know it's so nice. Like, Bujols is really nice. Like, I feel like it's good to have these intervals because when you drink it again, it just has a re- like a different connection. Like, it was delicious. I won't lie. Yeah, no. Uh, I think we can definitely say that we're glad that the government has opened those doors yeah. again. But people must also be responsible, like Asibatala, no ways. For people to be like, also, like, because there was accidents already on the day, and you're like, guys, come on. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. Mm. But I think we can definitely leave it there for today. How are you feeling? I really enjoyed this episode. I really no, enjoyed was... chatting to you like this, you know? Yeah, I feel like it was very informative. I enjoyed it. Like, I always listen to our episodes, but I like it when we, like, really delve deep and just, like, they must know that when we want to talk smack, we can. But when we must, <laughs> you know, keep it our serious things, we really can get into it. We must actually try hosting a show where we speak our mother tongue for the whole show. <laughs> that is funny, but I can do it. <laughs> so wait, are you gonna do Zulu or Swati? Uh, I'm gonna do it's Zulu. Ooh, Joe Zulu. Ooh. I'm gonna speak Spitori. The only country that matters. I'll speak that. 
Yeah. All right. Well, to all our listeners, guys, thank you so much for sticking with us and coming back time and time again. Mm-hmm. Those of you who interact with us on social media, thank you very much. It's at the rewind underscore SA on Twitter and on Facebook and at the rewind SA at gmail.com if you want to send us an email. But what's really, really important is that wherever you're listening to the podcast, please like or rate or whatever it is that the app allows you to do. If it's five stars, give us five stars. We need a lot more South Africans to hear this and just be able to relax and in just enjoy talking about celebrities in a not so malicious way and also getting some great information on how you can make your YouTube channel better. We're speaking about PR strategies. You know, come on. YouTube channels grow. Like, I mean, there's a lot of growth here. Like, not only do we like always critique, but there is a lot of pointers that help with the growth. Yeah, and we give um, applause where applause is due as well. So thank you. Uh, an applause goes out to you. Mm-hmm. Thank you for listening to us. And actually, um, if you are one of those people who are always sharing and liking and rating and stuff like that, thank, thank you. you. So if you are just coming onto the party, be sure to rate the podcast underneath where you've listened. And also listen to other episodes. Like, it's always a party. It's always a jam on this show. Uh I think I've rambled on too long enough. You can tell that I miss doing this. Yeah, eh? Okay, Mzansi. Punta has said it. We need to close the show. Thank you very much. Thank we'll catch you, so you on the bye. next one. Bye. YouTube Digest. The, the Rewind. Ujiwa King. Am, am I saying this right? Ujiwa King. Press forward. Word on the street. Yeah.